Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are 1 Kings, chapters 21 through 22. Today we finish up 1 Kings, and tomorrow we move into 2 Kings. Keep in mind, though, that these were originally one book. I can't help but feel I know the type of personality Ahab had after reading today's passages. Yesterday's reading ended with Ahab being admonished by Yahweh, and the text ends with, And the king of Israel went to his house, vexed and sullen. I can just picture him pouting because he didn't get his way. Then, when he offers to buy Naboth's vineyard, and Naboth refuses for very honorable reasons, again, in verse 1 Kings 21.4, we read, And Ahab went into his house, vexed and sullen. At that point, he turns himself away from the room and refuses to eat. Later on, in 1 Kings 21.27, we read that he went about dejectedly. Now, I understand we all have our days, but this is a pattern of behavior on his part. 1 Kings 21.19 through 1 Kings 21.23 contain prophecies that we will see come true, one today and one soon in our reading. 1 Kings 21.20, Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, O my enemy? This is a great reminder of a sobering truth told to us by Messiah's brother in James 4.4, which reads, Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. You cannot seek both the favor of the world and the favor of Yahweh. We must choose. 1 Kings 22 verses 1 through 4 sees an alliance between the king of Israel, Ahab, and the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat. They have their eye on a military conquest and feel that teaming up will all but assure victory. However, Jehoshaphat, you'll recall his name was read in our chart, has a heart for the father and requests that Ahab consult Yahweh first. Now, Ahab brings in his own prophets, but Jehoshaphat presses for a prophet of Yahweh. Here comes our sullen king again, saying, I have one of those, but I hate him because he never says good stuff about me. Now, the truth of the matter is, Ahab didn't want to hear from Yahweh. He didn't actually want to know the truth. He wanted his ego stroked and to be told what felt right in his eyes. He wanted his ears tickled. He had surrounded himself with folks who gave him lip service, rather than folks who would offer godly wisdom and insight. When you're surrounded by yes-men for long enough, the concept of a no becomes unthinkable. Let us take a moment, close our eyes, bow our heads, and thank the Father that we're not married to this man because I'd be serving jail time for sure. 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 through 4 For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Micaiah is called for 
and tells the bitter truth. It is fascinating to see the behind-the-scenes back and forth involving the father in 1 Kings 22, verses 19-23. through We end 1 Kings with part of the prophecy regarding Ahab coming true, 1 Kings 22, verses 37-39. through We see a similar but even more gruesome fate for Jezebel soon. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of Yahweh, our God. Psalm 20, verse 7. Rock, Hazak. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21. We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.